0: My cat just took a freaking poop and it stinks bad. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's the absolute worst. My yeah, the litter box is nice. like right over there in that closet. Oh, I definitely do not miss that
1: part of having my a cat. Food. Yeah. I have a normal smelling
2: poop already, jeez. I'm glad we're recording this. <laughs> oh man, it's in my nose now, it won't go away. <laughs> Smell my uh. soda.
0: You're listening to The John Chee Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees
1: diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean-American, and more.
0: And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ.
2: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the John Cheese Show. I am one of your hosts, Patrick Armstrong, here with my brothers in podcasting, KJ Relke and Nathan Nowak. What's <laughs> up? <y'all>? not
0: brothers <laughs> otherwise. Outside yes. of the podcast, we hate each other. Outside of the
2: podcast, we have a not- We're mortal enemies. Vocal relationship. I don't know <laughs> what that means,
1: but... <laughs> What's up? How you doing? What's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? that's not what's the up? energy i expected hey. you to <laughs> come in uh, with hey.
1: what's <laughs> up
0: wow just destroying just his dis- microphone absolutely sorry. Sorry. Again, again, completely <laughs> staring at
2: it it's hurting my I'm, eyes to look at your I'm way sitting back here yeah. <laughs> again
0: sorry uh, i'm good uh it's good to be back here with y'all um yeah especially after after the unexpected break from thanksgiving but totally planned totally expected break (laughs) for you're right you're right it's totally planned totally expected as our show historically is definitely Mm -hmm. did not have to reschedule
2: an interview no
1: (laughs) all good nathan how are you ever good i'm i'm great it's uh snowy out here in colorado oh is it really it is. It got uh, it d- got down to like 11 degrees on Friday, and they got a snowfall all day long, and then all day night on night, and then yeah, Saturday <laughs> was pretty night. snowy, all day, day and all night.
0: The daytime of the night. Yes. <laughs>
1: so there's plenty of snow still on the ground, but the sun's out, so it's uh, slowly melting. But uh, so not not too bad. It did ruin my it ruined my golf plans for Wednesday, but that's okay.
0: Was well, of. As of right now, it's fifty degrees, so that's where I'm at. I can't was even. that cold? I can't even. Yeah, it's cold. I can't even imagine snow. Uh, I mean, the low is like thirty-two. Uh, so we had to last night. We brought some of Sarah's plants in from outside so that they didn't die. Um, but like, I can't even imagine snow. Like you said that, and I was like, oh, I guess it is winter, <laughs> and that it, means it in other parts of the country there might be that white stuff on the ground. But yeah, yes. that's just like so far out of my brain. Because Sarah is also like, man, can you be- can you believe that just six months ago it was like 110? That is pretty
1: wild. So, oh, yeah. I know. Last, I mean, last week it was like 70s here. It was like high 70s. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I feel like so. we've. I don't even remember the last 70 degree day it was. I feel like it's been mid 50s and lower. Oh, this geez. past like week, it's been rocking a steady <laughs> 30 to 40 degrees. So. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Super fun. Before we get too far, for anyone new listening to the show, we are the John Chi Show. Korean adoptees talking about (laughs) our heritage, past, culture, discoveries, stories. You sound so bothered by having to share
2: that information.
1: I I just, (laughs) it's because it's like five minutes into the intro already, and I just remember, hey, we should probably say that. No, I just just remembered that
0: Nathan went full pilot mode. Hey, everybody, uh, we're the John Chi (laughs) Show, Uh, Korean adoptees, uh, clear skies coming in over the bay. Um, We talk about our stories, and we're going to get you where you need to go.
2: You didn't even (laughs) define what John Chi was for our new listeners, though, so Mm, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that.
1: Well, conveniently, after the last week of Thanksgiving, it means to feast and celebrate and banquet, which, yeah, we are feasting and celebrating on other things <laughs> than Thanksgiving dinner, yes, or lunch for some people, I guess. Ours was actually a lunch, so. Is your, do you guys do dinner or
0: lunch? Um, we do a late dinner, I mean, a late lunch or early dinner situation mm, a with my with Got my it. family we had we gathered at two o'clock and ate at like three thirty, 30 probably well, maybe three and then with sarah's family we gathered at five and ate at like seven probably so just so kinda, you had two yeah thursday uh, and then saturday that's awesome we did a lunch
2: situation and then ate leftovers from that lunch at our house by ourselves
1: it was mm-hmm. great great time you know i i throw this out there i know this is kind of uh random but i saw some video on uh, leftovers where they put the uh, stuffing into a waffle maker and made it into like a breading and then put a turkey sandwich with that so essentially made a turkey sandwich but the stuffing was the bread smart in a waffle maker yeah so in case nobody (sighs) saw that
0: now you can go search that recipe If you still have leftovers, if you have leftovers, maybe throw them away by the time this podcast comes out. But uh, (laughs) if you want to risk it for the biscuit, you know, they froze them. Yeah. I don't think the technology exists. Who knows? It's not it's not 11 degrees everywhere across the country. Okay.
2: yeah, I do set my food outside. Yeah, you can not just just pray that no animals (laughs) come and get it. Just uh,
0: we'll, it'll keep, it'll keep. Yeah, it'll be fine. They said. Um, so, talking about Thanksgiving, are there any particular foods or traditions that you feel are like staples of how you and your family have uh, celebrated that holiday? Um,
2: before I answer this question, I've talked about it before we got on air, but this cat poop is just <laughs> stinking. <laughs> It is just destroying my nostrils right now. I'm furious. Um, that's a great question. Uh, right so now. So Patrick's
1: going to sound more nasally than ever. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right now, I think we don't really... Like, there. there's always, like, the traditional, like, stuffings. And I like green bean casserole. I feel like that's the thing that makes me oh, think yeah. of this time. But uh, when my grandparents on my mom's side were still able to host holidays we would have thanksgiving like the last week of october because our family was so large so <laughs> our grandparents will want to give everyone an opportunity to gather and then they can go do their own thing when the actual holiday rolled around and i think they went to like las vegas or something <laughs> um so i remember that I, I i've been thinking about that a lot recently actually and we would also always play bingo um on thanksgiving at that mm-hmm. gathering which was really fun. Yeah, and they always incentivize. Uh, you could pick three different cans, and un- after you won, and under each can was a zero, a one, or a two, because everybody would win like a dollar or something, and then it would multiply. Or you could get the goose egg and get no money, no dollars. And so I've just been thinking about that a lot lately because we we actually have the bingo board and ball rolling cage thing (laughs) that we use for that, so I see that a lot, and I've been thinking about that because it's been this time, but right now, like, it's really more, I guess, of the foods, but we don't really have, like, a specific tradition that we've had ongoing. It's going to be something new, I think, that we start for ourselves.
1: Hey, I like that bingo thing. I mean, nothing says Thanksgiving like gambling, so... (laughs) Super competitive. I remember, Super being competitive. So, I remember being
2: so furious, like when I would lose, <laughs> like it would well, somebody would get a big before me. I'd be playing like well, six
1: cards, just furious. I like that because I mean, family time. I, I think of games, board games, and things because I think my family used to play a lot of board games during Thanksgiving. Um, of course, you know, there's always football on the TV, so sometimes we wa- we would watch that. But um, I mean, my my family. Is very specific and or cliche. I guess you could say it's very same. It's just turkey stuffing, cranberry cornbread, you know, sweet potato casserole, green beans. You know, it's it's very almost you could almost pick out every single thing that was going to be on the 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 table every year. Um, which is why when I married Allison, I really appreciated mixing it up. Uh, with her family being... Oh, really? Jap- you who loves yeah. new things? You who, you're like excited for new things at Thanksgiving? I, I do. So as we all know, it's canon. I love uh, a, a mixture, like buffet style of food. <laughs> and for Allison's family, they uh, they are Japanese and Chinese, and they do... Well, this is actually the Japanese side that does this. Um, they get a big g- gathering that is like a potluck, and everyone just brings different things. And so it's always different. Uh, no No two years are the same. There's always something that's uh, a little unique, and uh, it's I just love that. And on top of that, though, there's also something that's always the same. So I can say that there's are some traditions that they always bring, like uh, this thing called Jello Cream Cake that was really mm. tasty. Yep. Um, you know that has like the uh, the cream and the Jello on the top, and then uh, a crust, which we did find out has macadamia nuts in it. As my son says, my throat's itchy. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so that, that kid was funny. nuts, man. No good, bad combo. And, and then they have like a frozen pineapple ginger ale Sprite mixture that they make every year, and that's always tasty. Oh, yeah. And my my son proceeded to have five uh, glasses of that. <laughs> so, to, to, to say the least, he was high on sugar, but. Um, we had a good time, and yeah, the food was excellent. And this was the first time we actually gathered in Los Angeles with the the relatives in five years. We haven't been there since before the pandemic, so um, so that was nice to see everybody. And the little eleven year old cousins that we used to see are now sixteen and driving. Or uh, you know, the grandparents are all all the, you know, wandering around in wheelchairs. <laughs> Everything is just it's it's just a you know an older. Everyone's just older, doing different things, working. I mean, it was uh, it was cool to catch up. So there was a couple new kids there because you know people had had babies in the last five years. But uh, yeah, we really enjoyed seeing everybody. Um, so I, so that was pretty much our Thanksgiving. What about you, KJ?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I always I say it's there's something like new life to make you like realize the passage of time and things like that. Um, our our Thanksgivings were good. Um, my, so like the way my family does it is everyone comes to my parents' house either for Thanksgiving or, uh, Christmas morning and the alternate every year. Uh, so this year was Thanksgiving. So everyone came and we had, uh, I mean, the, the Packers game was just wrapping up. And so my dad was watching that with like his Packers shirt on or his Packers like jacket on and then like the Mm. cowboys game came on and he like took off his jacket and he's wearing a cowboy shirt beneath it like (laughs) (laughs) wow Um, dedication he's just like well and it's funny too because my so my youngest nephew walks in and 30 seconds later he's screaming at the tv for the cowboys to do a to do a thing and i was like we were all just like wow that kid is very into football right now (laughs) so uh and he's like eight or nine so uh yeah it's just wild to to do that um our i don't know i mean i don't know that we have any actually i guess we do we have a couple of traditions uh one of them is we don't do pumpkin pie we do a dish called pumpkin supreme which is like a graham cracker crust with like pumpkin and then there's like a a pudding mix layer Mm. and then uh whipped cream on top it's like it's multiple layers it's like, there's pumpkin but it's not just like a basic yeah, pumpkin yeah. pie. send me a <laughs> piece I've of that uh, that sounds yeah that sounds great real good yeah it's it's incredible uh and it's really ruined me on pumpkin pie because i'm like oh, it's just <laughs> so like whatever that's so
1: boring after this More like yeah.
0: pumpkin basic yeah <laughs> <Mid-pumpkin>. <laughs> um so yeah so so that's a, a classic for us and then um the i i just realized this um so my, my granddad who passed away last year, he couldn't stand marshmallows. Um, but Sarah's family always grew up with sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. Mm. And I never did that. And so the first time I had Thanksgiving with her, uh, I was like, what are these? Like, I was like, where are the sweet potatoes? And she's like, no, it's, it's here. And I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that's what it was. Cause it was covered in marshmallows. So I ate it and I was not a huge fan, but because oh. my granddad didn't like marshmallows, like mm-hmm. we never had marshmallows there. So I realized that like that is, I mean, not that sweet potatoes are not already traditional, but like just that, that, that little thing was because of him and it was a tra- tradition that like, I never put two and two together, even though there's like some really funny stories about him and marshmallows and his, uh, and my grandma and stuff. So, yeah, so that's, um, I don't know. That's what we did. And then with, uh, with my in-laws, Um, or I guess my mother-in-law and no, yeah. In-laws, there's multiple in-laws there. Um, we got together and, um, so my sister-in-law's fiance made, she's from Puerto Rico. And so she made some like Puerto Rican style Turkey and rice and other stuff. And then we had, um, like other traditional things. And so, yeah. Um, you know, kind of like you're, this is how we like want to do it uh and so like oh like my brother smoked ribs because he was excited about a new smoker so i think it's always like here's the traditions and then like what are you excited to make and let's do that as well yeah. um which i think is how how we've been doing it but i wanted to to open i guess the conversation around thanksgiving obviously just because we had it and we're catching up uh but also it leads us into what i really want to spend some time talking about today which picking up from from last week uh or the last episode that we had out uh but Today I want to think about like what does it mean to be a part of our families um like you Nathan are a dad Patrick you've got a kid on the way uh I would like to be a dad sometime in the future um but I think that there's there's so much around you know like being a part of family and being adopted and I'm curious like what the um what were the spoken or unspoken values of like what it meant to be part of the armstrong clan or part of the noak you know family like what is that like did you have anything like that that we're like oh yeah this is like what it means to be like one of us or something
1: Hmm. well i mean other than the fact that uh um i mean we did travel from Colorado to California for this event um, that we hadn't been to in a while, but is an annual event, you know that we always have had been to when we did live in LA. We wanted to instill in our kids and show them that we were gathering, you know, for this this event, and that we were going out of our way to travel all the way over there to see family, to be with family, to spend time and make memories with them, and that was um, what we wanted them to to experience because, you know, we only have a little bit of family out here. My, my parents, um, and there's a couple cousins, but, um, but this is like a big event with like, I want to say 25 people at least. And so, um, we just wanted them to see that, you know, we're getting together. These are your cousins. These are the people that are related to you. And, um, you know, even though some of them they're meeting for the first time, others that they don't remember, but they're, you know, and most of them had never met Robin because she was only born three years ago. So, mm. um, and so there was only a few people that had met her. So we just, you know, I think that was just, it was it, it was gathering with family that was our main focus for, for this Thanksgiving that we wanted them to see and get used to. And then we of course asked them, do you guys want to do it again next year? And, you know, I, I don't know if it was the, uh, the, the fruit punch talking or (laughs) or the fact that they had way too much pie and chips and cookies and stuff. But I think they really enjoyed playing with family and uh, sharing that, that, that time with them. So uh, I was happy to, um, to go out there. I'm happy that we made that decision to do it last minute, even though we were only there for three days, we Mm. we literally left Wednesday, spent Thursday at the Thanksgiving and came back Friday. So, yeah. What about when you were growing
2: up? Like what was that? Is that something that carried over from your family, too, that you
1: want to, like, pass down or? Yeah, I mean, there's always either a, a, a grandparent or sometimes a cousin or somebody coming for Thanksgiving that you may not have seen in a few years or, or maybe you only see once a year. And that's the time that you see them. Um, so I think for us, it, it is about just connecting with family when, you know, you have busy lives. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's what my kids will will be thinking of of Thanksgiving is essentially that. And of course, you know, we do talk about giving thanks and stuff as well, but that's for us, it's I don't know. That part is secondary sometimes, which I don't know. Maybe it should be more of a focus. I know it's a lot of focus for a lot of people where they the, you know, hence the Thanksgiving you know, theme is you want to be thankful for everything that you have and the people in in your life and stuff. So I guess, you know, we should mention that a little bit more as the focus that we are thankful for family. And that's why we're getting together.
2: I think when I was growing up, very similar. Like it was like a time to see family, be with people you don't necessarily see very often. I think my dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family are so different, celebrated differently. My dad's (laughs) side was more like a fairly apostolic Christian style family. So um, like my aunt and uncle's house that we would go to, they didn't have a TV. So we had to find other ways to entertain ourselves, which was basically just running around outside. Like on my mom's side of the family, like I said, you know, we played games and I feel like I felt more connected there. And at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, we get together and we get to spend time with each other. And that's generally how it happens. But in between these holidays, like, there wasn't really a whole lot of that connection outside of like my intermediate family. And so when I think about like, what does that mean to be a part of the family <clears throat> and to like celebrate these times together? I don't know. I guess I was hoping when you were talking to Nathan, I would have a better answer. Like I would hear my <laughs> answer in your answer. Yeah. And I feel like I really don't have one because I don't, I don't know that we ever really ever talked about like what does that mean outside of like you're just we're just a big happy family. I think what's interesting to think about as we move forward into like having our own child Emily and I and thinking about how our two families are big like have been big and are growing smaller I feel like and like especially in our immediate circle like this will be the only grandchild if unless if we only have one kid like it'll be the first grandchild emily doesn't have siblings my sister's not planning on having kids doesn't really want to have kids so it's like it's almost like we have to create that meaning too and i think that's kind of what i've been thinking about um as we get closer to that time and like we keep talking about on the show it's like what does it mean to be this person or what does it mean to be whoever you are and I think something I talked about before is just like building community too. Like, I think about that as family. And I think when I think about the future of like, what does it mean to be part of the Armstrong family or clan or community? I think about it being my immediate family and like, who else is here and involved. And we had a couple friends giving things that we really wanted to go to this year that mm-hmm. got canceled for whatever, for numerous reasons, health related generally. And it's like, I think about that and like, how can we build that out and like make that part of the tradition and that part of the family? And it means like it means more than just seeing like your grandparents or whoever. Like it's that and like being part of this larger community that we're in right now. So I guess what I've been thinking about and when I've. Shout out to my mom. I apologize. I know you're listening right now, and I don't have a good answer for what it means <laughs> to be a part of the Armstrong family. Um, so you can text me and tell me what, what it's supposed to mean. But I, right now, I don't have a good answer for
0: well, you. Well, I think that's one of the things, too. Is like, <laughs> like, to me, it's more of a thing that I probably would have thought about having experienced a conversation through television. You know, mm. uh, like, there's a lot of... I think, like, what it means to be... And maybe this is... Maybe this is just growing up in the 90s and early 2000s and seeing, like, Asians and Asian-Americans. But mostly, I guess, like, Asians through the the white American lens of, like, what it means to be from Asia. You're like, oh, yeah, this is what it means to be part of our family. And like, mm. this is, like, blah, blah, right. blah. There's, like, family, there's honor, there's whatever. And then, like, you <laughs> talk to Asian-Americans and, like, the first thing he says is, like, yeah, we don't talk about honor as much as you think that we do. <laughs> like, right. Uh, but I... I think just experiencing that and that like kind of mentality made me really reflect on what it meant to be a part of my family. Um, I know that like generosity was a big thing. Um, because my, so my maternal, uh, grandparents were, uh, very well off and my, my fam like parents both are well off. And so it was always like, um, I think my, my granddad especially was incredibly generous. And that was something that I, I learned about him from an early age. And so my dad strove to be like that. My brother-in-law strives to be like that. I strive to be like that. Um, you know, and so I think that there were like, generosity is a big through line for my family. Um, I think like having people in your home, uh, is a big through line, whether that's, uh, because they need a place to stay, whether that's because we're having a, a gathering and like they're welcome at our table like for Thanksgiving it's not uncommon for us to have like international like friendships, partner situations like with international students um at our table or whatever um but i think that like like those are a couple of values that i would like to continue to to pass on um with my own family and i think part of it is like i would think about this so much because i really wanted to fit in to my to my family (laughs) being like being adopted wasn't enough being adopted and, and loved and told like over and over again wasn't enough I was still being like okay well I'm gonna make sure that I figure out the best way to make that happen you know right um and I yeah so I just like it's interesting to me and I love that you brought up the idea of like uh chosen family essentially and like kind of the broader community because I I wonder like what role being adopted plays in how we think about that that type of belonging in a type of like specific is there like a character trait is there a uh, a value that we hold whatever that it means that like if you belong then you subscribe to these values these characteristics these personality traits you know whatever
2: yeah i will say that generosity for sure i think is a through line for my both sides of my family for sure and definitely my mom's side um so i'm glad that you said that because i'm like okay jogging the memory let me throw one in there let me <laughs> throw one in there that uh, <laughs> that's really makes sense for us um and i think that like at the end of the day i think a lot of it and a lot of the things that i've been thinking about recently come back to like it's almost like legacy and like i think a lot of times like i took for granted being in my family, because like on the opposite side of what you're talking about, KJ, I just wanted to not only did I want to fit in, but like I was I had there was this awareness gap of being Asian and being different. And like I so assimilated to that point that no one in my family treated me like I was Asian, like I was really different. You know, they never they, they never felt that way. So I think I took I think for a while, like it it felt like I was taking it for granted when I look back on it, like I just took for granted being a part of that unit. Um, but now I brought up legacy specifically because like now that I've gone, come to consciousness and like been going on this journey and like, I've been talking about the culture and like the, the lack of connection there. And like, when I think about going forward, like what can I give my kids from that aspect? I've been thinking about like, The thing that I can truly leave is like knowing myself and knowing who I am and what I can do and how I can build community for myself too, and as by extension for my family and like what kind of community I want to build. And I think, I don't know if it's like a character trait of like the adoptee identity within me that I hold. I don't think that had I not ever come to consciousness, I would even be thinking that way. You know, I think it would just be limited to the community I already had. And I Mm -hmm. wouldn't even be bothered by, oh, I want to do this for my kids. Like, I want them to to have a more diverse set of people around them (laughs) that that we do stuff with and that we go and experience different cultures and different customs and different things like that. Um, But I think, like, that's the legacy. If, like, I can't, like, if I don't already have all of this internalized that I can then, like, pass down and, like, teach instead of learning alongside, like, The legacy that I can be proud of leaving is that like I'm modeling what it looks like to like at least do the work of knowing who I am. So that way, when they become old enough to be aware of like what that is, they can like operate from that place of like they know who they are. And I'm like, and if I can model that, you know, I feel like that feels good. You know, to think about. And I'm like, OK, that can be a that can be the tradition. That's part of the legacy. That's what it means to be part of the family is like <laughs> we can find security in our own and who we are and our own identities. And we can do the work even when it's hard, like even when it's difficult, because there's going to be those times, too. And hopefully that includes the community stuff and yada, yada, yada. So.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, One of the things that you said earlier, too, that – well, two points. One, I forgot to mention what we brought to our Thanksgiving potluck. Um, And (laughs) this is something – Red envelopes. Yeah, no, not red (laughs) envelopes. Um, We brought a Korean dish. It was essentially – white rice
0: with um, some Japanese white rice done. Hey, you you Japanese (laughs) folk have probably never heard about this, but how do you feel about white rice? Check this out. You put it in the microwave for a minute and it's ready. Boom. I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. And then it had uh,
1: Japanese mayo, and then um, the gochujang um, tuna. If you've ever seen that, it's in a uh, can and a bunch of tuna was chopped up with some kimchi and then some seaweed flakes on top. But it was it's a, it's a Korean dish that Allison had had a while back that she really liked, and so uh, bringing that again, like I said, I, my my family's. Uh, Thanksgiving is very traditional, but whereas Allison's family has a potluck where you can bring anything. You could bring sushi, you, you know, there's bambusubi, there's there's all kinds of different things. And we brought this Korean dish because we're Korean. You know, our family is, you know, four, four out of five of our family members are Korean. And so it was interesting to provide that because back in the day, I wouldn't have wanted to do that. I wouldn't have wanted to bring something different or yeah, stick out you'd with. have
0: been like yo have you heard of mac and cheese it's yeah. great you just put it in the
1: microwave <laughs> ready right in one a minute, minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so that I think is something that has developed for me as uniqueness and wanting to not just blend in but to be to lean forward into, uh, into that by um, even if nobody eats it you know um, at least I brought it and I ate it and some other people <laughs> ate it my kids didn't eat it but you know <laughs> Did know, Allison eat it? Someday. Allison ate it. She all loves right. it. Um, and other people did. It was actually probably half gone, I think, when <laughs> by the time the end uh, of the night. But I, I know I love that. The second thing I wanted to mention is you also talking about community and uh, the Friendversaries or Friend Thanksgiving or friends- Friendsgiving. Giving, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's what I used to do. Yeah, I used do to do that too. You friend not No, Not anymore, so, but I used to. When I didn't have uh, you, know, you know, all my family's events to go to, um, before I'd met Allison, I did when I was in California and I couldn't come back to Colorado to my family's events. I would do those friendsgivings events. And that I think was very important because it was, you know, like you said, it's not just about family events. It's about community and other relationships that you've made. And that I think is very important, something that i I think is also something good to consider as a a, a tradition or legacy for each for my family is is getting together with people. And it was just, even if they're not family, they are my friends, which are like family. So I really appreciate that. I saw a lot of photos of, uh, friends giving events that were happening. And I really think that's, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, I think that should be something that can carry on to, uh, you know, everybody who may live, uh, you know, apart from their family or, or maybe even estranged from their family. Right. So, well, I think a big
2: change to that has happened over the last 20 years probably 10 years maybe is and not to get too political on the show but is like (laughs) the decentralization of like what thanksgiving is has always been or meant or represented which is like the native american people and the white people (laughs) colonizers (laughs) sat down together and it was all good we taught them how to grow corn and all of this shit and it's just like i don't think we taught them how to grow corn i don't know they they taught us how to grow grow corn corn. i don't remember we said
0: here have a side of smallpox and it's like, <laughs>
2: even in school, like I remember in like when I was a young kid in school, we would like make pilgrim hats and then yeah. uh, oh like indigenous like too. feather band things. And you'd sit yes. down and you have a meal and you, the parents would come and everybody would like, you know, pilgrims and Indians. And it was just like, and I look back on that now and I'm just like, that sucked. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs>
1: that's horrible. Um, I have a photo think, of me walking around with a bow and arrow in a yeah, play.
2: But it's like, I think too. I think that idea was always tied to this idea of family. And for whatever reason, like they were just pulled together. And it was just like, this is what this means. And I think over, I said, 10, 20 years, probably even longer than that, people have been like, we we have to move away from this idea because it erases, you know, what happened to the indigenous people through colonization. Um, And I saw an interesting thing. Uh, from somebody from an activist that i follow talking about how you know this idea of having a day off with your family and like like just being thankful to be together is also like almost anti-indigenous in a way because it's like they didn't like this was never what it was about like when we think about thanksgiving in that way and i'm like oh okay that really made me stop and think about like what does it mean this time and i think anybody can really anybody's allowed to have their own interpretation of like what this means to them. And I'm not saying that you can't have that and I'm not trying to take that away. It was just something that I saw that really made me stop and think because again, I didn't grow up learning about any of this. I grew up learning about one idea of what Thanksgiving was. And in my insulated like life, I didn't really have any, I never had any desire or outlet to learn anything other than this standardized version of what thanksgiving is and so like i don't even use the word i don't I say thanksgiving very often anymore either i don't even know what i call the holiday the fall holiday i guess i say the winter holiday as opposed to like <laughs> christmas like i'm just using the word holiday now it's <laughs> just throwing it around it's a uh
0: harvest hoedown i guess yeah the harvest <laughs> hoedown i actually really like that i have gonna use that but
2: it, i think i just think it's interesting that you know we're talking about like what does all of this mean and i think there's just like it's, it's there's just so many different and ways that you can take it. And I think it's also important to recognize like history and like where all of this is rooted in. And if we can like deconstruct that in ourselves, you know, a little bit and acknowledge some of that stuff, I think that's good. Can be good too. So I think
0: it was mm-hmm. interesting. Like, yeah, cause I saw a similar thing and it's, it's interesting like working for a tribe because mm. um like Choctaw, I feel like similarly, and i said this a couple of times, and this is entirely unfounded. It's based on my own experience of, of both places, but I think of Choctaw and Korea as very similar in the way that they have assimilated to Americanism. Mm. Americanism? That's, that's fine. Um, because uh, I remember an early conversation that I had, and maybe it was the rest of us, uh, with Jerry about how Korea – so rapidly adopted Christianity oh, and yeah, just like yeah, yeah. threw away, like not threw away, but like kind of threw away like centuries of other religious and philosophical tradition, um, to, I mean, urgently and necessarily maybe like rebuild their economy and come back from the war and all those kinds of things. But just like the way that they were just like, we're just going to take Christianity and make that our thing. Uh, we're going to make it like at least half of our personality <laughs> and, similarly like the choctaw people when they were forcibly removed from their home and sent along the trail of tears like it one of the things that they did was they uh assimilated and they adopted christianity and they adopted like european farming methods and all of these kinds of things and so now like having worked for them for a year and like joining them like they're like yeah one of our cultural values is faith uh you know like and those Mm. kinds of things because it's like i mean this is what we did to survive and at the same time i mean they're also based in oklahoma which is its own own situation but so i think of it as like that is a very um gentle maybe more happy marriage of especially like an indigenous community and america or like for us like our our indigenous origin and america um but then at the same time, I saw uh like a reel of another tribal member, different tribe, it's being saying, like, oh yeah, people talking about Thanksgiving is like, well, let's just talk about it as if it's 9-11. And like, oh yeah, 9-11 mm-hmm. was, you know, and like, and that was like really hard for me to swallow just personally. I was like, wait, but it's not like that. And I was like, well, but then isn't it? And I was like, I mean, I guess. But then like, so like that like just put me into to all of these things. And I think it yeah. does like Certainly, I mean, just because this the backdrop of this conversation is Thanksgiving, but I think it it also um colors how we think about our our broader life events, and I always i mean, like for me, anytime I see anyone celebrate a gotcha day, I'm like, yeah, but what, mm. what about right the other side of it? What about mm-hmm. all of the other bits of it? that we still feel that another family or if not another family another life form like in our birth mothers or potentially birth right. fathers as well like they might be feeling that as well you know and and so i think that like that wrestling of the the plurality of a of a day of a moment of a you know a, a specific time is um yeah just like where we often hang our hats as adoptees 100% mhm
2: Well, I think it's hard. I mean, it's hard to have those things challenged. Like you said, like it's like when like it hits you hard in this like, oh, well, that's not what it means to me. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, now I have to sit with that because at the end of the day, like I have my own interpretation. And also Thanksgiving isn't about me. Like (laughs) it's like it's everybody. It's like it's all these things like it encapsulates all these different things. And it's. A difficult thing to have your perceptions challenged and then be able to and be willing to sit in that and be like, okay, can I can I sit with this and and internalize it or at least learn from it and then have that inform and maybe not change, but have that be willing to like just learn and grow from something new.
1: Open minded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't be one-minded on that. And that's something that you said, KJ, and that's very true. I forgot to mention that after we had a Thanksgiving lunch that night, we were just, you know, we were, didn't want to have leftovers because we actually didn't have leftovers because uh, we were traveling. So we were like, Oh, we have to have dinner or something like that. Where should we go? Like Chinese food, they're always open on uh, on <laughs> Thanksgiving. And, and it was interesting because I did, we ordered some Chinese food and I, I took it, I, I picked it up. And as I was leaving, I said, happy Thanksgiving. Right. And then in my mind I was like, I don't know. Do they even celebrate Thanksgiving? I was like, they probably maybe they don't. Maybe I mean they're sitting here just treating it as a normal day, selling their food, do, you know, their restaurant and stuff like that. So um, but it, I was saying it because that's what was on my mind. But in a way I was I, I really just wanted to say thank you for being open so that I could actually get some food too. <laughs> only I it says that. Yeah, thank you for being open. I was like, because it's a holiday, so many things are closed. But, um, but no, I mean, I just didn't even think about uh, the fact that so many people just probably don't celebrate Thanksgiving, or they don't celebrate in the same way that we do, and and has same thing with other holidays too. Not everyone celebrates specific holidays, and so, um, you know, it's I, that's why I've always said happy holidays. Just again, like you said, general holiday time, not not one specific thing.
2: Well, that's like the Americanness of it all. Is like there's a certain set of holidays that denotes, like, this is America. And then, (laughs) but we're supposed to be like this melting pot of cultures, but we don't see schools or workplaces giving time off for like Salal or something, you know, Mm -hmm. like the Lunar New Year or Hanukkah or the, yeah, other holidays that aren't specifically American. Mm -hmm. And friend of the show, Liz Kleinrock, she just put out a kids' book called, Come Join Us, about. I think 19, 18, 19 different holidays uh, that are celebrated, and it's about like decentering Christmas as the like dominant holiday, essentially. Like that is was that the impetus for the just
0: book. Just holidays around like December, or is that no? Holidays it's holidays the all year. year. Yep,
2: yeah, all year. So, um, and I'm excited to have that because I like I would have had no yeah. idea as a kid, and it's like yeah, I'm excited totally. to be able to give that to my kid to see. Oh, okay, there's a bunch of different things. And Emily's even shared that. You know, at her school, at the school that she works at, that they do try to be mindful and acknowledge other cultural holidays than just being like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, it's Christmas, you know. So I do think there are people out there trying to do it. But again, they're yeah. just like, this is the Western world that we live in.
1: Yeah, Our, our school celebrated Diwali. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. And and yeah, things like that that I hadn't, had never heard about in my time. And I kind of wish I had, you know, learned about those things sooner.
2: Uh, that's the best that's part about community and that's why mm-hmm. you know like as a legacy as a as a part of like what does it mean to be part of this family it's like how do we connect with all of these different people and learn from other people and celebrate with them and then from a generosity piece how can we do those acts of generosity those acts of kindness um together and make that part of like what it is that we do and is how i can carry that on from my adoptive family from my family uh on and hopefully my kids will want to do that and we'll model that for them and we'll see yeah
0: so. well and i think just being holiday aware
2: uh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And, you know like <laughs> The the last thing you want to do is be like, oh, I learned about DiWali. I'm going to celebrate Diwali next year. Why? just I'm Indian now. <laughs> like I don't that didn't feel good. Uh, but certainly okay. being holiday aware is, aware, is a, exactly. a simple yeah. a simple thing. And just being able to um to revisit that. And I think like that's the that's the part like, especially when thinking about, you know, who you wanna be and what it means to be a part of your family going forward is like, can you be aware? Can you be gracious? And can you, especially like as you grow older and, and, and are in the workforce or whatever, like can you uh, in create change in a way that's like, oh, would you like a day off to observe your high, like mm. if it's a religious high holy day or like mm-hmm. a, a holiday or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, like can you give time to be like, it, yeah, if you celebrate the wall, you take the day off, you know, like that's- yeah. Great, good for you, or you celebrate Solal, then like you know, wait, isn't Solal New Year's? though yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> Uh, you celebrate, you know, take, take a couple of days, you know, whatever. I was like, wait a minute, I think actually, a lot of people I was get, just saying uh, words, New Year's. So. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of saying words, we should probably stop saying words, take a break, and then say more words about a snack or a drink item. I don't know what's in the box, but Ooh. let's go there. What's in the box? Oh, that was pretty good.
1: Welcome back to the John Chi Show feast time. And I don't know, it's, you know, banquet hour. Banquet, banquet (laughs) munchie time. Um, (laughs) I don't know what this munchie says because it is all in Hangul. And except for the company's name is Crown, I sent you guys the packaging. All I know is it's a cracker. Um, So feel free to explain what it says there, KJ, because I don't. (laughs) Dude, if you're I'm, looking at it.
0: I'm reading it and I don't recognize any of these words. Okay, Well, it is
1: a square cracker. Maybe a biscuit. I don't know. Is it sweet? Is oh, it savory? Nice flavor. Flavor.
0: I don't know what any of that means. Hmm. Neither do I. It's got daikon in <laughs> it. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's a cracker. It's a cracker. Square. It's a cracker. It was easy to open. It's a cracker. It's a cracker. It's made by Crown, and it's got it's got lots of stuff on it.
0: It uh, reminds me of the Odeon cookies, Odeon oh. crackers. So, like, just in the packaging, so I'm hoping it's uh, that good. I don't it's, know. It's that. got a scent
1: of coconut. It smells really good, actually. So, oop you may crumb your pants for a warning he's clearly already opened it and crumbed all over it's really crummy and in a good way but oh these are good
2: yeah
0: it's very flaky
2: sending a calendar invite for my other podcast all right
0: i'm ready to eat now (laughs) wow wow you (laughs) you're the worst you couldn't just pause the recording you decided to do that on air i had to do it on air (laughs) Wow! Check out my other show, Conversation Piece with Patrick.
1: <laughs> All right, cancel, cancel,
2: Patrick. He's out. Oh, smells mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah, this is real good. Yeah. It's like a, a proper cracker biscuit. Like it's got yeah. it's, it's thin, kind of like oh, a loose yeah. cracker, but it's like more toasty than that. It is. So that's the thing I've
1: noticed first is it's toastier. Than like the other crackers that we've had. Like it has more of a, not a burnt flavor, but a toasty flavor, I guess. And if you look at the cracker when you bite it, there's there's a, there's a middle layer of something. There's like two edge layers and then there's a middle dark layer. And I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a laminated. The... What? <laughs> yeah. It's like a middle. Oh, the inside? Yeah, the inside. It's like darker. Can you laminate it? Mine is lighter. But it's got all kinds of stuff on top of it.
2: Like, I feel like we've had similar snacks. I'm not going to lie. Like a buttery cracker.
1: Yeah, buttery coconut toasty. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with a buttery cracker. I mean, True. I, I, I need some coffee. Bro. I need some coffee with this. But um, no, these are these are pretty tasty. Um, don't got much to say. One of you has the ingredients. Is there anything interesting on the ingredients or calorie content? I don't know. Uh, I would love to tell you, but it's all in Korean. It's not as sweet as it looks. For some reason, it looks sweeter
0: than it tastes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I think it's the opposite. I think it's uh, sweeter than it looks. Oh, interesting. I think yeah, it looks I fairly agree. savory.
2: Huh. I think it looks like I don't know what it looks like, but it definitely tastes sweeter than what
1: I think when oh, I look at. I it. thought it was, I thought all that stuff on the top was going to be sugar, so
0: but it's not. Yeah, no, I think it's really good. Um, I'm going to jump in and say four and a half. Uh, I really like these. Hmm. There are however many in the mini package, and then there's you bought a package of, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's it's substantial, though. Like one individual thing is substantial. Uh, it's, I mean, I think Crown was like, oh, you know what's really good? Odeon crackers. You know what we could do? <laughs> Odeon crackers, but different. Uh, and I think they nailed it. they crackers, on it. but slightly different. So, uh, yeah. Do you know what the slight difference is? Uh, I don't know. It's probably uh, it's well. It's like this is more of like a biscuit, whereas yeah, like the Odeon crackers are like it was like a cra- more of a cracker, a cracker yeah. or like a chip almost. You know?
2: Uh, so yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that's yes. the main difference. It's probably some mm-hmm. other vibe differences. Obviously, the box artwork is different. But uh, yeah, I think it's really good. So four and a half for me.
2: I was gonna go four and a half as well. Um, very good snack. Very, I like a lot. <laughs> Can't even talk <laughs> about it. I uh, Just good. wanted to get to my only thing that would make it a five is if it had some chocolate on it. I think that would just. <laughs> you know what you need? You know
0: what, you know what you need to bring is you actually need to bring to the show like a little side dish of like chocolate so that you could just dip it. What are those then,
2: like the dunkaroos? Like yeah, like kind of like that.
0: Just like a dippable chocolate situation so that you could I should. That. You're right. I should do that. What are you looking up, Nathan? I am trying
1: to uh <laughs> translate the kanji or the kanji, the the hangul on the on the front. It's it's uh it says well, the translation comes out as soboro. So This is what it I, says. It just
0: says soboro. Yeah.
1: Soboro. So, so these so. are the crown soboro cookies. Yeah. Um because I don't think we mentioned the name of it, so we just said that they were crown and they were cookies that are square. But the Saboro. Um, but I, I agree, four and a half out of five. I want some coffee or, or hot <laughs> chocolate or something with it. Yeah, but that sounds like um, a personal problem right now.
0: That doesn't. No. Know. So like mine was. Also I know.
1: I'm craving the <laughs> thing that I don't. I'm not getting.
0: I know I'm not it's saying true. either of you are wrong. I'm just saying it sounds deeply personal. Yeah. Or tea. Tea, sorry it it it's a it's definitely a cookie or
1: something that I would have with coffee or tea, right? I just disagree with you. I don't think tea <laughs> would be quite as good. Oh, what about an Earl Grey tea with milk? I don't know. I'll pray about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, I think we should start rating cookies on the scale of would leave out for Santa, would not leave out for Santa. <laughs> oh, that's, Ooh, that's good. a good one.
0: <laughs> yes, that's a good one. I don't think we have any more cookies in our box, but uh, okay. Oh. Would you leave this out for Santa? Mm,
2: yes I would. I would yeah i would leave a one little package be like you got to open it will will produce you have crumbs. to open
0: you're gonna make santa do work oh, dang hey santa i know you just shimmy down my chin yeah he but just broke pack, into you my house open. you
2: gotta open yeah. the cookies himself Breaking, it <laughs> breaking and entering so you here, was, you're leaving stuff do, do I you like to just leave a little vacuum seal? yeah
0: cookies when you give them to <laughs> santa I you know. have like I a, a, a Ziploc bag that you no, that I you like straight a vacuum to? And
1: I'm like, here you go. If you if you need to go, take them
2: to really go, you can it. take
1: them to go. Take your freaking mitts off. Yeah. He leaves a vacuum next to it too. He's like, make sure you clean up on your way out. <laughs> a little tip jar. <laughs>
2: Wild. I spike the oh, okay. cookies. I
1: spike <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.
2: And then oh. find Santa pass out in my house.
1: <laughs> okay. And then I ride
2: in the sleigh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Did I just ruin the show?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. You went down a dark hole of one oh. of your bad dreams or something.
2: Speaking know. of going down dark holes, if you want to talk to us about Gross. these cookies and whether <laughs> you would or would not leave them out for Santa, <laughs> you can send us an email to johnchishow at gmail.com or hit us up on any social media app at johnchishow. You can also tell us via Facebook Phone message by calling us at 972 677 8867. We got a voicemail and I don't know what it says. (laughs) We have an (laughs) unlistened to voicemail. Oh, wait, no, I mean, like I listened to it
0: and I can't quite make out what is said. Are they is it like a pocket dial or is it like no, no, no? It's it's intentional, I just can't quite make out what was said. So, caller, I know who you are, you know who you are, call back. And an enunciate, please, <laughs> or don't. Honestly, I don't care. Maybe we'll just we'll just play it on air. We'll be like, "What is? What Let, do they that see? would be a fun episode."
2: Deciphering just deciphering this voicemail. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a bonus. That is funny.
0: Uh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> leave us more voicemails. Leave us more emails. <laughs> leave us more messages on our DMs or whatever you get your social media platforms at.
1: Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you, Senna. Senna keeps leaving us vo- voice DMs, so. voice Great.
2: messages in our yeah. On love our, it in instagram. the instagram cool i like that leave us voicemails <laughs> leave us vms aka voice messages and our dms aka direct messages <laughs> um if you want to support the show we'd love it if you go to johnchishow.com and visit our store we got a bunch of stuff there our web developer is slowly making our show website more functional and more fun so you can check that out as that progresses and if you feel so inclined, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast. Always appreciate that. And is that it? Personals? Per- personals. Yeah,
0: personals. 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 You- it's getting personal.
1: It's getting personal.
2: <laughs> it's getting personal. You can get at me personally, <laughs>
0: at Patrick in the world, wherever I want to be found on the internet.
1: I am Nowalk on Instagram
0: and Nathan Nowak on Facebook. Hit me up. At KJ Rilke, wherever I want to be found on the internet, which I honestly don't even know where I want to be found on the internet right now, but I can be found, so find me there.
2: Do you want to be found at all? Oh, I'm sure you uh, can be
0: found. Yeah, I mean, you know, i like to believe that somewhere out there beneath the pale moonlight, someone's thinking of me, you know? Brother Google knows where you are at all times. Brother
2: Google. Yikes. Classic. All right, well... That's thank our show. For, thank you for following us down that <laughs> dark hole of plugs for our show. <laughs>
0: That's so bad.
2: <laughs> it's great. It's great. I really enjoy it. Nathan's really enjoying it. Um, until next week, I have to hit the outro. Until next week. John G- <laughs> John G- Hey-o! Hey-o!